Does the day you were born impact whether you're a great leader? Can astrology unlock the pathway to leadership success? Hi, I'm Josephine Corcoran, holistic career coach and astrologer, and my podcast, Astrology for Leaders, Aligning Your Career to Your Purpose, is where we'll find out. I've been an executive coach for over 20 years, facilitating and training leaders to achieve professional and personal goals and practicing astrology for the last 15 years. I also appreciate the profound impact of connecting leaders to their unique astrological blueprint to give them access to their leadership abilities around governing, strategy, communication, relating, driving and empathy. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing leaders using their birth chart as a lens to explore how they've harnessed their strengths, overcome challenges and found meaning in their work. My desire in sharing these accomplished leaders' stories is to demonstrate the extraordinary benefit of understanding your unique astrological blueprint to enable you to work in a way that is equally impactful and fulfilling, and to learn a few interesting facts along the way. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Astrology for Leaders. And today I am very excited to have joined me the most gorgeous and wonderful Nancy Valentine Smith. And Nancy is a medicine woman who hails from Natawa Bay in Fiji. As a sacred technician and alchemist, she works both with individuals and with groups as a healer and a teacher. And in her one-to-one -one healing sessions, Nancy co-creates with you to tap into your soul's original blueprint and help you heal by realigning with it. She brings specific techniques to help you clear old stories and perceptions which are disempowering you. And then she works on your energy field to assist you to move into your highest frequency. Nancy also facilitates group events such as workshops and international spiritual tours to help raise people's consciousness and simultaneously heal the earth. But Nancy's work is not just about healing. She is also passionate about passing on her knowledge and offers mentoring and guidance for those committed to deepening their own spiritual practice. Nancy, thank you so much for joining me and welcome. Thank you, Josephine, and thank you for having me on your platform. You're so welcome. So just as a bit of background, Nancy and I first met oh, a few years ago now, I was referred to Nancy, and I was so taken by Nancy's approach and her work because I personally experienced it and experienced the deep shift. And I think we share a common space in and passion around supporting people to really connect in with their 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 highest truth in Absolutely. terms of the reason why their soul has come here. So so it's lovely to talk with you today, Nancy. Um, and and I thought what might be a really nice way to sort of start today's conversation is to take a moment to and I'd love I'm inviting you. I'd like to invite you to. Talk a little bit about the work that you do and how you got into it in the first place. Well, uh, first of all, um, the work I do, um, I've always done it. It's, it's interesting, Josephine, for me personally, I've been immersed and saturated with the spiritual world 
since I was born. Um, I come from a lineage on my mother's side of um, healers and seers. Uh, my, my grandmother, um, her grandfather, and it goes back probably um, seven to nine generations. So it's always been there in my family, in, in our home. So I've not known anything uh, different, but as, as I grew, um, as I started growing up uh, in my early years, spent a lot of time with my maternal grandmother who, who showed me a lot of things, who took me into certain spiritual spaces. And as I grew up, um, I was able to connect to the different spiritual realms and through that ability and my relationship with spirit and the messages, messages from the spirit realm, I was as a child taught different techniques and it was like going to school. It was like going to school, but my teachers mm. were, in, were in spirit form. So pretty much most of my life and even still now, still now predominantly most of it is in the spirit realm. Um, my work started to grow away. I started to work with people um, fully, probably, I, I'm a mother of three daughters. I, I just want to um, share that. I'm a mother of three daughters. I have two adult daughters and my youngest daughter is um, 16. So I would say probably just a couple of years, a couple of years. So probably we're going back 18, 20 years ago mm -hmm. where I started then working fully with people. Okay. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. So I would, I would before then always be in the spirit world and, and doing different things for friends and, and being involved but fully and was working, started working more with people about, yeah, about 20 years ago. And, okay. yeah, so it's, it's very, it's, it's a very um, different journey for me because uh, my path, uh, I didn't go to a school or did courses. Like I said, uh, everything is that I've learned is, is from, my genetics, but also from the spirit teachers and also from remembering. You know, I've been blessed to uh, have the have the ability to remember and access um, the knowledge within me, and through and then through my life experiences and the journey of life, then that knowledge then is shifted transformed into wisdom mm. once i've got it okay, okay. So as we all know it's a journey our life journey so yeah that, yeah that's pretty much my my youngest daughter who's 16 um, okay and so in terms of the work that you do you work with individuals and you work with groups and we, we yes. might talk a little bit more about that as we yes. go on but I would really value you sharing your perspective or your take on the role of leadership today mm -hmm. uh, and why you believe it's so important for everybody to be stepping into their unique leadership qualities more than yes. ever today 
Yeah. Look, the, the, the planet, as you all know, we all know is changing rapidly. Okay. We we are in we are in the midst of a great evolution. I call it the revolution of evolution. We're in the midst of it. It is important that we step into our, I call the leadership, our sovereignty. Okay, it's so important because we are moving out of a very old consciousness. So it's important for us to be leaders, to take uh, forward steps in our own lives to then assist those that are coming after us, our children, the next generations and onwards. On a very bigger picture, for me, it's important to have, to move into that space to basically assist the planet. Mm. And I'm talking assisting the planet and us on the planet, whether in, in all aspects, in all level. You don't have to be out there as a leader, but you can be a leader in all aspects of your life, in your business, in your home, in your relationships, in all aspects because this is a time for us to really connect to our authentic selves, our true selves, which is connected to leadership. Mm -hmm. and, and I, this is really important because this is about helping the planet and helping everyone on the planet at this time you know mm. and it is and it is really ref what's happening on the planet is really reflective of of us not being in that space of sovereignty or leadership yeah so i concur with what you're saying that it's more than ever it's it's so important to be authentic and to be honoring uh those that what's unique within you and to be assertive with that yeah. those gifts that you've been given and to find a way to put yourself out there into the world yeah, yeah. absolutely the the it, how do i put it um um it it, it there's a saying, it depends. It, it all depends on you, okay? Mm -hmm. And what that means, I really believe that by, and to step into our leadership qualities, our sovereignty is also about doing the healing work, the clearing, the great work on ourselves. To activate that, to be able to step into that space. And part of the healing is exactly what you're saying Josephine is moving out moving out of disempowering positions moving out of old wounds just stepping up okay and mm. the first and I think that's really important to do that for our own individual self first because then everything else clicks in that's it yeah yeah. Yes. Every everything we all need to step into that, not just a select few, not just the elite. Okay, that we're no longer we're we're no longer going to be in that consciousness. We're stepping out of what we what I call the hierarchy. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> so, um, 
is um it's interesting because given your life's work is as a spiritual healer i'm imagining you've already got a very strong relationship with the earth and the universal energy energy systems and frequencies but i'm wondering if you have always believed in the stars and um if so what 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 value do you see in connecting with the stars in terms of their placement in in one's birth chart oh I, i'm not an expert i'm not an expert on astrology i wish i was <laughs> wish i had time I, that, that's one thing i would have you know loved to have explored you know like those of us that that um that are interested in the esoteric and and the holistic consciousness you know probably i've i've dabbled here and there really simply with astrology but I definitely see it as a really important tool uh, I call it a companion on our journey mm -hmm. um, it's it, astrology can guide us okay and it's from my understanding it is so vast it is so vast. There is so many layers to, to astrology. The importance of the stars and the placement of, of the stars, the energies of the stars when we are born um, is massive. It's a map. You know, the stars are a map. They're, they're the checkpoints, I call them checkpoints, the transitioning, the transit, is that right? The transits? The transits as the planets move around yes. and activate your birth chart, yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're, really, they're really important and, and powerful because to me they're um, like activations or doorways um, or opportunities and I feel that as we move on in these days, astrology will take on a whole new dimension. Dimension, mm. but it's really, it's really important. It's an ancient tool. Mm. It's an mm. ancient tool that was there, and it's been interesting enough. You know, I work very closely with the Earth energy. You know, and I work also very closely with the star energy, not as not in astrology way. That's that's not my gig, but as as an en, um, energy medicine woman. And the thing with the stars and astrology, it's always been there. And it's if you look, if you look at some of the spiritual textbooks, the holy books, it is mentioned in there. When we look at about, there's the story, even as a child, I remember uh, reading, I went to um, uh, a Catholic school and I did love all those old stories because I could, as a child, see beyond its really religious here now um, use, use of the stories or the parables. What I used to see was what was, written or what was behind the words or behind the stories the message yeah yes the messages mm. but and also the wisdom because mm. there was wisdom and there was knowledge and i was really blessed like i said because i had spiritual teachers so they would take me through those little sunday school 
Mm, so so there's a recognition of the value of astrology Absolutely. as a tool an ancient tool and 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 one, one of the stories was the three wise men following in the star to for to, of yeshua or is known as jesus's birth that is a classic case of astrology mm. okay. child is born under the stars yes guiding him uh, Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you actually look at it, I'm not an astrologer, but I, and I, I wish I had more time. But if we were to look at that time, the supposed time of the birth, where was the star in the sky? What was happening? You read it, then that's astrology. Does that mm-hmm. make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, that's a lovely way of describing it, Nancy. Yes, it's, it's, so, I, so what I think would be lovely on that note is let's jump in and let's have a look at your birth chart and some of the key signatures in your birth chart that are, that are linked to your career and your professional reputation, if you like, um, and also some of the gifts. So for those of you who are listening and um, interested in understanding the the, the the layout of Nancy's chart. Nancy was born uh, with the sun and Mercury. So the sun representing your passion and the and and your um, essentially a strong connection to your purpose and calling is that what the sun is connected to, and it sits right next to Mercury, and they're both located in Sagittarius. Now Sagittarius is the mutable fire sign. It's all about focused on what can we do to go out, seek adventure, expand the mind, have life experiences that impart wisdom on you. But also it is the teacher and the philosopher and the mentor. And um, you've been born at the time that you were born, which we're basing at 1am in the morning. And it's, we're still not a hundred percent sure because it wasn't formally written down, but based on what your um, family know to be true, that places your sun and Mercury in the third house, which is very much about communication and also about teaching. And so there is there is this strong thread or theme, if you like, for you in, in, in at the very time that you were born that connects strongly into not just going out and, and seeking knowledge, finding knowledge, but then teaching it as well. And I just would love you to talk a little bit about that kind of urge or that innate sense mm. within you of, of this calling to be doing work that's um, developing you and developing others. It was really interesting when you did the chart because it just went, it was it, it was so, for me, on the spot, you know, that, that whole thing about, oh, when I was born, when I was born, when I was born, but when you did the chart, it, it, it resonated and felt so strong to be in alignment. And, but that urge for teaching is incredibly strong to share the knowledge. It's incredibly Incredibly strong. Um, it's such a feeling that's in my body, in my being. You know, it's like every day there's a moment of how can I get this knowledge out there? You know, and then I have to learn to contain. Actually, sometimes I have to contain that fire energy, and, and I've been known to give so much information. Mm. And I have some incredible, incredible um, friends, colleagues, um, 
other facilitators go, you know, Nance, just, just let's contain it. Some great Virgo friends. They're just like, let's contain it. Let's just put it in, in this perspective. Just give this much so we can digest it because I do. So it's very, very strong. I just want to go here, have all of this. It's like, it's, I suppose it's like my cooking. When I cook, Josephine, if, if I have uh, two, three girlfriends over, I'm cooking for 20 people. It's, mm -hmm. it's the same thing with the, with the knowledge. Just want to it's share. There. It's expansive and it's going yeah. in. And the, and the energy of Sagittarius too, it's quite mutable. So it enjoys going in different and new directions, not necessarily down one path, but we so right. constantly... Yeah, and and I think what's also really lovely, and when we were when we did the when we did your chart in the first place, there's a really lovely connection between your sun and your moon, and um, the moon in your in your chart is in Virgo. Interesting that you say you've got Virgo friends. So yeah. the moon represents that part of you that. Um, it represents what you need in order to feel nourished and yes. also the kind of it can be strongly connected to the sorts of things that you need around you so you can put your best foot out into the world and so with the moon in Virgo um, right next to in fact almost like just five minutes apart like so close the moon is sitting right next to Jupiter, the biggest planet in the solar system. So if we break it down, the moon in Virgo means that you have a very strong need to be grounded. And, and Virgo represents the medicine woman in my view. She's like the oracle that loves to diagnose the problem, has at hand all of the tools to be able to use and then can put together um, all of the, the remedies and, and give a sort of a remedy that brings not just necessarily herbs, but a process that somebody can work through in order to become whole. And with Jupiter right there next to the moon, it, it strongly emphasizes your connection to feeling things very deeply and in a very practical way. So I'd love you to talk about that because you were born almost with open senses. You yes. can feel I'm imagining that you can just feel the energy very easily around you and that there's a strong calling to use that to help heal others can you share that absolutely with us? Um, so that 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 is interpreted uh, you know in everyday life um I feel those energies really strongly when I'm walking in different places. I can feel the earth lines, the song lines and what's mm. happened in the area, whether it's urban or in country areas with people when they, when they come for sessions or when, I, when we're doing a workshop or gathering. Um, it's, I'm able to, I'm able to step into um, different spaces, different spaces, but I always find that I feel very grounded in my being. So it doesn't feel like I'm out and about in the spaces. It's actually, oh, it's very, I'm trying to describe it. I'm very earthed. I'm very grounded, but I'm, I feel I'm able to, 
step into certain spaces. So if someone comes and has a session, I'm able to see and feel what is apt for that connection, their energy field, but from all levels, mm-hmm. from the physical, energetic, emotion, mental, but also from the timelines, past genetics. So it's mm. like you said, Josephine, it's very expansive, mm. but then I do have those moments where I step into that space and then I'm directed to one aspect that is apt for now. Okay, so there's that that you, you can you start big, you're feeling everything, but then you it sounds like somehow you're able to bring it into a point that's the most important thing for the individual for to the focus moment. on right now. Yeah, for the yeah, moment. beautiful. Yeah, I, I and, think- and, and it's very practical. And it could be it's really simple. I think sometimes when I have new clients, they're like, "What is she talking about?" Because it could be as simple as a, a very practical thing. It's, it could be as simple as you know go home, let the energies integrate. And just for the next couple of days, I just want you to just have hot herbal teas. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and those different things or or ground yourself or sit near a tree. Or for me, the practical stuff does come out because it's that simple, you Mm. know. Mm. And and sounds like it's really important as well. Absolutely, because I believe that we know we know intuitively how to shift and heal ourselves, okay? And that sometimes people like myself are are able to see a more expansive or a more detailed view and just present, just present it to you or to, to clients, look, this is what I see because I'm not in that pain. Mm. Mm. Yes. And, and be able to help them go to the place that's going to help them move or shift. Uh, my, th- my thing is to assist them to move out of the pain. Beautiful. Whether it's the pain body. So then they're able to eventually access their own wisdom, their own knowledge. That's the ultimate. Mm. And that that's comes back to then all of us being leaders in our own journey absolutely absolutely I wanted to also talk a little bit about because I could talk for hours about this and I'm sure listeners who haven't met you before or they're listening to you as a healer would love to like understand a little bit more about what what you actually do see and do hear and I thought what might be quite nice is just to look at the part of your chart that's known as your ascendant or your rising sign which is Libra. And Libra has that very, um, Libra is all about finding balance and creating that sense of harmony and, and being able to see things from two perspectives or to get that balanced view. And in your case, the, the, ruling, um, the ruling planet for Libra is, is Venus. And Venus is located in Scorpio, which tells me that, yes, you're definitely interested in creating that sense of peace and balance and harmony. And that's what people experience when they first meet you, this very calm, um, beautiful 
energy and frequency that they can relax and be themselves with you. Uh, but with Ver with Venus being in Scorpio, there is this part of you that has a very strong desire to go deep and Absolutely. to really surface issues will never cut it for you. But it also means that there's this part of you that has an ability because Venus is about relationships and it can be, a, it's about how we communicate or connect with others in relationship. And with it being in Scorpio, it does bring through a quality of being able to, if you like, channel. So being able to be in relationship with the depths or with the subconscious realms or with the parts of our life that are not here in the 3D. So would love you to talk to that just for a moment, even if you can give a bit of a snippet of what it's like to be <laughs> in your non-3D realm world, if that's at all possible to share, it would be interesting to hear. Full on. <laughs> it's full on. So you described it beautifully, Josephine. So it is, I, I tend to, I, I see, I perceive the world as beautiful. No matter what's going on, it's beautiful. We're in an incredible time. So it feels like Venus in Scorpio time. Mm -hmm. Venus, beautiful. It's a beautiful world, beauty, love. And But I've always been led and always been drawn. And at times I feel like I don't have a choice. So thank you for this chart. That with the work, we do go into the depths my life, my everyday life is like that. It's, it, it, is, it is strong light. I'm not going to, it's not heavy, it's strong light. And so um, life isn't um, necessarily for me skipping through the fields. Mm. It is strong. We do go into the depths. It's, it's very medicine, energetic medicine. It's very earth. It's very, it can be very shamanic. Mm. You know? mm. I was diagnosed with leukemia with my youngest daughter, um, had a massive initiation. Um, she was born under those energies. We went on a journey. My mother died when I was 14. I left, left home when I was 14, 15. I left home pretty much eight, nine months after her death you know was homeless that's going in that to me is my venus in scorpio so it's going into the depth so when i work with people if we're required to i will i will hold the space for us to go into the depth eventually we have to go into the core mm. and that's and i love doing that mm. and it's not scary it's liberating and empowering. And a lot of other facilitators that I am drawn to, also those that have the ability, because it is an ability and it's, a, and it's a certain type of skill to be able to go into the depths and into the core of your being and told to hold that as a facilitator for another person's being in a very clear loving grounded way because mm. but I want to point out it's not scary it is if one thing I've learned of doing that on my journey and assisting others is it's actually the first it, it's the journey to liberation 
Mm. You know, and that's, that's I'm, I'm so passionate about it, Josephine. It's what I call the great work, the great deep work, the great deep dive. Because when you move and you swim in those murky waters and you keep going and you keep clearing and clearing core, you you will get to the treasures. And that's not just some waffy statement that is truth, that is fact. I continuously experience that, you know, mm. on my journey. You know, the member, I always say, remember, we are we we came from point zero from the void. Okay, without the dark, there is no light. And I'm not talking about scary mon monsters or anything. It's it's in that it's in that space within us, in our depth, you know, in our core, where we will retrieve our lost treasures. Yeah, and I it's even as you're speaking, I, I've always related to Scorpio as that strong is like the swamp energy because it's a fixed water sign. And what do we have with swamps? We have a very silty, muddy bottom that's often very murky and you cannot see it. But it's where the seeds, for example, of the lotus flower go and they are nourished from and fertilised yeah. from all yeah. of that murky, dusty, grimy kind of territory that they find themselves in. And eventually, once they're fertilised, they make their way up through the top of the swamp and out they come into this extraordinarily transformed state of being as a gorgeous flower, which is sounding so much like what you're describing. Mm -hmm. And we can't just be, I, I completely agree. I mean, we can't, if we just showing up in that yang light outer version and not mm -hmm. acknowledging the deeper, rich, feminine available mm -hmm. within all of us, no matter whether you're a man or a woman exactly you need to we need to find a way to nourish that inner um darker treasure laden aspect of self and so the work that you do from where I sit is so powerful because it helps people find that key a little bit faster than maybe they might manage to be doing on their own because the world is such a busy demanding place which distracts us from being able exactly. to find the time to to go there um, yes. on our own. Mm. And I find, Josephine, this is really important at this time on the planet, this time of great change, especially for those who are moving into vocations or spaces of work where they want to, want to be holistic counsellors or in the wellness or coaches that it's important, this work of going into core, because we are holding, we are called to hold spaces for many people. And it's, and it, it, for me, I feel that it's no longer enough just to have the surface stuff of, of what, what, we've been facilitating for a long time on how to attract, how to bring in the abundance. That's all. That's all really potent. That's all really important. But it won't be activated until that core, that core is starts a process of shifting for it to take root. Mm. It just, we're not, you know, the time has passed 
where we can just dilly dally on the surface. Mm, that that time has certainly passed, yeah. hasn't yeah. it? Absolutely. Yeah. One last point of your chart that I think is really lovely to acknowledge is your midheaven. And for those of you who are listening, perhaps for the first time or don't know a lot about astrology, the midheaven represents the highest point in the chart. Um, and it's the rule, it, it, the part, the zodiac sign that's connected to your midheaven informs the way in which you put yourself out into the world and your professional reputation. And it's largely connected to the legacy that you're here to leave behind. And in your case, it's in the sign of cancer, which is a action-oriented water sign again and it, all of the the parts of your chart Nancy which are connected to career so if we think about birth chart and the parts that we look at from a career perspective we will always look at the second house the sixth house and the tenth house as major influencing factors and they're all in your case ruled by water signs and the water signs bring through that really deep empathy and that sensitivity and being able to feel your way and and deal with emotions as a part of the way you do your work which obviously you do but with cancer being up there on the top of the chart I always think about the cancerian energy as that strong ability to be able to wrap your arms around whether it's an individual or a group to create a safe setting or a safe container um, or a safe environment where people feel really nourished and nurtured and are able to, to get back to being themselves. And that allows them to be able to get on with doing their best work. And if we then look further to the fact that the ruler of cancer is the moon and the moon's over in Virgo, there is this do, doing creating that safe container or that safe space that helps people is very much about the healing component. And so that's a nice kind of a tie-in. Um, and the fact that the moon is in the 11th house means that there is a very strong calling to doing group work. And like you were saying earlier, you feel very deeply connected to the earth. I would love to get you to talk just for a moment because we're running a bit short on time, but to talk just for a moment about the work that you've done that can, is about healing the earth and some of the tour work you have done, particularly expeditions to France and how that works, because there may be people listening who are interested in learning more about mm -hmm. that or wondering how they could get involved. Again, really interesting you sharing about that part of the chart and, and midheaven being in cancer. So the group work I do, I, I work very strongly with the earth energies from the perspective of the wisdom that I remember from times that are still here but gone from my ancient lineage, um, connected with the energy lines and the story of the waterways the earthways, the elementals, the trees. I, I've been able to hold this wisdom and have brought through and, and it's been carried and held um, for me and with me as a child. So I work on that level. I also work very closely um, with the energies and the teachers of Mary Magdalene and Yeshua Ben Joseph, and interesting enough, Mary Magdalene's uh, feast day or, or is, is July the 22nd. So I always feel that her energy and vibration is Cancerian. Yeah. Um, 
of what I call that uh, feminine Christ consciousness. Mm. And um, it's, it's really interesting. So the work in France has been predominantly working the, the energy of the heart ministry, and it was working with clearing distortions on the land, distortions in consciousness. So the group work I, I uh, facilitate is to shift consciousness from distorted consciousness, enslaved consciousness, disempowered consciousness from the earth, also from aspects of the stars, and two, the ultimate is so then the channels through the waterways, through our consciousness can be cleared so there is only the clear flow of love. And that, is, and that is the way, the way of the heart, the movement of the heart that is part of the ministry of the Magdalene and Yeshua. And you've and taken to, groups of people to... To France. I mm-hmm. did that from 2015 to 2019. The last one was in 2019. We had specific purpose to shift energy that it be that Magdalene had directed us to on certain key points on the earth that held the enslaved consciousness around the abuses that has occurred on the planet. And the last one was in 2019. And Mary Magdalene said to us on that journey, you must have this journey completed before February 2020 for the planet will go through its first major shift. It needs to be done before February 2020. Now, we didn't know what was going to happen. All I knew was that We had done a journey to France, February, um, not February, 2018. Mm -hmm. And usually I'll wait two years before doing the next one. But after doing 2018, she popped up and said, you must take another group in um, in September 2019. And this journey must be done. Okay, must be done. And it must be completed by February 2020. Amazing. So the group knew this, but we didn't know. It was an incredible journey. And usually on that journey, there's about 12. It, it's, it's different. We don't go and visit sacred sites. What we do is we do a very strong energetic work where we have a map of where we need to be and where we need to go. And um, I'm able to hold the space and be directed and listen to what needs to occur in the different energy spots. So we did that in 2019. And as we all know, the great unfoldment that happened, I think, wasn't it March mm-hmm. 2020? Um, so we were, um, we will be scheduling when the time's right for more trips in the world. Um, but that's the work we do as a group. I also run workshops and they're called the beloved workshops. So the workshops of the heart and we go deep and we, we clear. And my main thing is, is, to, is to assist people to remember, not from their heads, but from their cells and their being, to remember, to open up their pores, their beings, their feelings, and to remember, you know, their wisdom. Mm, lovely. 
Debbie. So lovely. And you've also got, a, um, so you do workshops virtually as well as physically because obviously it's been trickier to do the physical. I'm just wondering yes. what else what else people can look out for with to do with well, you. This year I'm returning to doing uh, workshops when it's possible face-to-face. -face. I do have a lot of uh, clients in the UK, in Europe and in the States. So what we're doing this year, we're going to be doing online courses and workshops. Um, and these online courses and workshops will be the Beloved, but also the Earth and Star courses. Now, um, the Earth and Star courses, it's not an astrology course. I just want to put it out there. But it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a course about the story and the journey of the Earth and the stars. And the aim of sharing that is sharing the knowledge and wisdom um, that I carry and remember to assist people move out of the energy of these times into that bigger expanse. Beautiful, beautiful. So where can people find out more about that? Well, that information will be coming out uh, from March onwards and on my yes. website, which is www.nancyvalentinesmith.com. Perfect. So if they sign up to your newsletter there, they'll receive information about the yes. work that's coming out as it I comes do out. Have a newsletter. And I also have a subscription membership also. Beautiful. I've just put out, which is called the New Revelations. And that one, Josephine, is just to, it's really simple one to assist people. We have tools on that membership, remedies, energy updates, activations. They're just little exercises every month that keep people going. And because we're so busy that I just hop on and go, hey, guys, this is what's going on. Use this crystal, use this remedy, whatever. It's very... I can totally vouch for Nancy's work. She's an absolute... She's incredible with the work that she does. It helps you definitely connect into your own soul's blueprint and really allow you to move forward with ease and grace. And um, so I do urge you to sign up to her newsletter. She does some extraordinary activations that you can download and listen to in your own time to support your own healing and growth from home as well. And what I would love to just finally ask you, Nancy, I can't help myself, but I know you've had a series of birth chart readings from friends and spiritual connections over the years that have, you already came to our conversation with a deep or inherent understanding of your birth chart. But I'm wondering if through speaking with me, whether there is anything in particular that stood out for you that helped you see yourself in a new way. Look, oh. uh, Sorry, Dan. No, no, you go, you go. I, I think, honestly, I think for me, honestly, the birth chart I had with you, I, I feel, no, I, I feel that I landed. You know, like I've had different charts and they've been incredible, you know, they've been incredible charts and stuff. But one thing that was always a, a, a bit of an eluding a, a was because I didn't have the time. So when I... When, we, when I gave you the time and you worked and you sense and you intuit, intuit 
and then you shared the chart, it was, it was really, really where I felt it landed. It felt so right and it was really clear. And I, and I love the way you, I love the way um, Josephine, everybody, where I got clarity. I got clarity and it was very simply and easily explained, you know, to me. And I'm actually looking forward, please, Miss Josephine, book me in for my, I'd love to do my tran transit. Transits for the year ahead. Transit. We'll have to, we'll have yeah. to do that. We'll, we'll definitely have brilliant. to do that. So it was, it was brilliant. I would say, I would say I landed. Your chart helped me land in that space with astrology. Beautiful. Thank I love you. that. Oh my goodness, you are so welcome. Nancy, thank you so much for joining us. As, as Nancy's highlighted, I can't encourage you enough to go and check out her website, sign up for her newsletter. Um, now is the time for all of us to be doing the work on ourselves yes. as we're as and really connect in with our highest self or our highest frequency. And to do that requires ongoing commitment to the process as we continue to let go of outdated beliefs and outdated ways of being that potentially have held us back from honouring our highest self. So, Nancy, thank you so much for your time today. I'll let you go. You've got a list thank of clients to see today. You're so welcome. All right. Take care. See you, Bye. Bye-bye. If you would like to know more about me, visit josephinecorcoran.com. I work with individuals and organisations supporting and creating sustainable change in careers and workplaces. While you're there, check out my Astrology for Business membership and my coaching programs. You can follow me on Facebook. Just go to at Josephine Corcoran Holistic Career Coach and like the page. And also my Instagram account at josephine.corcoran. Love to connect with you there. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to you joining me for more leadership wisdom here on Astrology for Leaders.